All right, what up? Today's show is brought to you by my ADHD rattled brain. I do apologize for the scatterbrain nature of the show. I was working all day for like 10 hours and then we did the show immediately. But nevertheless, we do uh, cover Jacob deGrom. Is he cheating or is he not? Answer, he's not, but you'll hear us talk about that. There's more Tom Wilson slander and a little bit of football talk towards the end of the show. So uh, yeah, without, uh, no, I'm not going to say that anymore. I'm not going to say it anymore. Let's start the show. Justice in forever. Yeah, we played the first one the last time it came out. He forgot the second one the last time. But I brought the second one this time, so we played the fuck out of that. Yeah, it's actually legit pretty fun. I remember when they pitched it, I was like, I don't know about this. And then I started playing it, and I was like, no, this is pretty dope. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. They had the second one had um Sub Zero in it and Raiden. Nice. They had the Ninja Turtles. Oh, that's even doper. You know I'm a Ninja Turtles guy. Or did you? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure I knew that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I assumed sure. it in my head, so I think I knew. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair um, enough. We What's also up? learned a new word from workaholics. What word is that? Chorging. Chorging? Yeah. What is chorging? It's when you deep throat a dick to the point that you choke. <laughs> I should have known it would be something like that. I should have known, and I was expecting more something to do with chugging beer, but nope. Uh, nope. Chorgan. Chorgan. Okay. All right. That's but yeah, we just kept saying Trek word Chorgon, which is like a saying Chorgan all week. They also had a um, episode where they do like backyard wrestling, and Blake's character is Eskimofo, and it's just it's so good. <laughs> That is really good. It'd be a great DJ name. Right. Eskimofo. Uh, uh, Eskimo. If that hasn't been taken already, I'm like, some of the DJ names are out of control now, dude. Like, Bro Safari. Like, what is that? Like, no, <laughs> no, dude. No. You need to rethink the name. All right. Bro Safari. Yeah, I mean, it's a big oof. Speaking of oofs, hey, oh, look at that transition. You got an oof for that. me? I do, but. Normally I do, and I wrote it in the thing, but it's really a return. <laughs> return of the oof. All right, what's happening? Well, we've got an Idaho man. If you say David Rush. 
A pair of Idaho men whose Guinness World <laughs> Record for using a samurai sword to slice through grapes was defeated by another team. They then retook their record with a total of 59. Wait, wait, David wait. Rush <laughs> was broken. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> what the fuck? Somebody so were... needs to make a documentary about this guy. He's ridiculous, dude. Did you ever try to get in touch with him? I did. We got to keep trying. Yeah, so I I messaged him on Twitter. First of all, message the wrong person at first. Message the wrong David Rush. And then I found the right David Rush, messaged him, and he answered. It was like, I'm going to politely decline at this time. And I said, that's fine. I just want you to know you just became my white whale. <laughs> we got to keep trying. We got to keep trying. Well, of course. He never responded to my white whale comment. Yeah, I don't know how you respond. Which to adds that. to the lore. Yeah. We will. He will come on the show one day. One day we'll get him. But I, mean, Brady, I like to put fun at him, Swiss but ball is. it is amazing. He's he's pretty baller. What are you gonna say? Sorry. Do you know what a Swiss ball is? Is it just like a medicine, like a, a Swiss ball? A ball? Is it just like an exercise ball? I fucking don't know, but I have to Google it now because I fucking have no idea what you're talking about. Hold on, I'm typing Swiss ball into Google, and I'm sure some porn is gonna come up. No, it's a, it's like a fucking, um... You had to add another S for the porn. Yeah, right, Swiss balls. No, those it looks like Swiss one of balls. those fucking, uh... You know those, like, ex, like the core balls that everyone sits on? Yeah, like Meech played video games on. Yes, that's a Swiss ball, apparently. Oh, okay. So, that's yeah, that's what I thought it was. So, David Rush <laughs> stood on top of a Swiss ball <laughs> and used a samurai sword to cut 59 grapes in half. I just, I have so many ideas about what kind of person David Rush could be. Sometimes I think that he's like, um, like the karate instructor in Napoleon Dynamite. You know, the guy that wears the American flag pants. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like he might be that kind of guy. You know? He also, he used his neighbor again for this one. So I feel like he's just got a, a whole neighborhood, like this, this whole cast of characters. He's like Hot Rod. Yeah, they just own. It's just like the Guinness World Record block in Idaho. What the fuck? So, they were slicing grapes with a samurai sword. Yeah, standing on top of a medicine ball. Okay, he, they threw sixty six grapes in the one minute time limit. Rush managed to make contact with sixty of them, fifty nine of which counted towards the record. Okay, so I like to give them a little bit of shit sometimes because some of the records seem ridiculous. But I'm going to say mad respect on that one because to slice us, I feel like that's got to be pretty difficult is difficult in and of itself. But then to stand on a ball and do it like I can't do that and to get 59 of them in a minute. Yeah. What the fuck? He's just slicing grapes. Is he like a superhuman? What if it's a conspiracy? Like what if he's like cheating? Oh, my God. Like what if it's like not actually happening and he's just like paying people off? Birdie. Marvel's got their their whole series, right? It leads up to Infinity War. They're going to keep going. Right. We've got the David Rush saga. <laughs> we had throwing Ds. We're going to have to make a movie about the grape one. And then we have to have uh, an expose where we just expose the decline and the cheating of David Rush <laughs> and just out him for his bullshit. And then we have to make the, uh, the, uh, the return. 
Oh my the god. Climax, the comeback. I mean, I really think someone does need to make a documentary about him because like what the fuck is this guy doing just like out in the middle of the Birdie, fucking country? We for sure give him more attention than anyone in his personal life. Yeah, probably. So if anyone's gonna make the documentary, it's gonna be us. Yeah. And we're gonna we're gonna have to get on it. Yeah, we just gotta get some cameras and some microphones. We'll start a GoFundMe. That seems to be what people do nowadays, right? Maybe if we start a GoFundMe, he'll think we're more official and he'll be more apt to come onto the show. Yeah, who knows? It's all a ploy just to get him on the show, really. And I feel like we should just have him on the whole episode. Like, not even just interview him. We should just have him comment on all the sports with us. <laughs> he would be so bored so quick. He's like, dude, I could have broken 12 pointless, useless fucking records at this time. Oh, you're uh, so right. All right, you want to talk about some baseball? <laughs> yeah, I'm done with Dan Rush for the <laughs> yeah, moment. I'm yeah, sure he'll be too. back in a couple weeks. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he will too. All right, so uh, what about uh, what in the world of baseball do you want to talk about? I'm sure we're going to talk about Jacob Degrom. What in the world of baseball? Nice, nice. It wasn't great. It, I enjoyed it. I'm glad you did. And that's I all that it. matters. Uh, you know what I did enjoy? Huh? The Red Sox sweeping the Yankees. <laughs> yeah, who wouldn't enjoy that? Oh, that's beautiful. It was music to my ears. Yeah, I bet it was. I uh... love to see it. And you know what else I love to see? Yankees Twitter blowing up today about how Aaron Boone needs to be fired. <laughs> that's New York sports, though, dude. That's just New yep. York sports, like, in a nutshell, essentially. Like, the second things don't, I mean, you know, it doesn't exactly, well... I don't know. The Yankees is an interesting case, but I see it a lot with, like, the Knicks. Well, actually, though, they're not even saying that about Tibbs right now. Like, it's like the one time I've never seen him complain about a coach. Oh, well, they they didn't think they were going to do shit, and they made it to the playoffs. They mm -hmm. got bounced first round, but they still made it further than yeah, that's true. That's, that's anyone true. thought they would. Yeah, so that's going to hush them up real quick. Fans are still yeah. going to spin on people, though. <laughs> Dolan's going to be quick with that band hammer. <laughs> New band name, band hammer. Band hammer. It's really good. It's really, good. <laughs> it's really, really good. Sorry, if I'm a little disjointed this episode, I've been working all day. I literally just got off work, so I apologize to anyone listening. My brain's going to be all over the fucking place. Oh, wait. Before we go any further through baseball, I we should probably say it was our 50th episode last week, and we didn't even talk about it. <laughs> oh, my God. We almost did it again. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, it's very fitting for Stone Sports that our fifty fiftieth episode special is coming in episode fifty one, and we almost forgot about it again. I just want to take the time to say that I'm amazed we've made it this far, man. That's that's hell really, yeah. That's really all the 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 special is about for me. That's literally the only thing it is is just saying I can't believe we've made it this far, and uh, hope we do another fifty. Hell yeah. Yeah, we made it this far. <laughs> Thank you to everyone listening this far. Yeah. We made it through 50 of these. Hopefully you made it through 50 of these. these. If yeah. you didn't go back, you're missing some prime content. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and if you did go back, I'm also simultaneously sorry at the same time because it's much more disjointed back then than it is now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. You'll hear a lot of that, too. I don't know. Free Brendan Dassey. Free Brendan Dassey. All right, let's get back to baseball. Well, unless he killed that girl. Yeah, unless he did it, in which case, fuck him. But, I but don't he think definitely he did. didn't. Yeah, yeah, I don't think he did. <laughs> uh, all right, let's get back to baseball. So uh, where, where were we? Your boy, you Yankees. mentioned Jacob DeGrom. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Absolutely fucking killing it, man. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's a, a freak of nature. He's got, what is it? Um, Is it, oh, I want to say it was like 90-some strikeouts. It's something ridiculous like that, dude. His outing against the Padres the other day went seven innings, gave up three hits, 11 Ks, no runs, and only one walk. Yeah, I mean, he's... And he's he made, made a little history there. Yeah. So he's got... So three hits allowed and 11 strikeouts over seven scoreless innings. As I said, that will lower his 2021 ERA to .62. That's the lowest ERA after nine starts since the stat was adapted in 1913. Yeah, I saw that. I also saw that it's 93 strikeouts in 58 innings. Yeah. It's pretty ridiculous. ridiculous. But it's then, pretty, you know, Almost two the... strikeouts per inning. He's out there. He's just fucking yeah. fanning, guys. It's fucking <laughs> ridiculous. I thought if you were... If you're sitting down two people on Ks, like, you're not you're not going to score a lot of runs. Yeah, no. I thought you were going to bring up the uh, the people calling him, like, Jacob DeCheats. Did you see that? Jacob DeCheats. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't even see that. So there was... Somebody posted a video <clears throat> in which he, like touches his belt before a pitch and then touches his glove or some shit. And they're basically uh-huh. trying to say he's got, you know, like some sort of sticky substance that he's using. And a bunch of people on the Mets Let me tell you about sticky substance. Yeah, right? Yeah, I know all about him. Um <laughs> I got some tissue sitting right next to my bed right now that'll attest to that. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't. I throw it away. Tube socks and tissues. <laughs> episode title right there bro uh no but then mccann came out and was like i prom i think it was mccann he said i promise you he doesn't use anything if he did they would be lucky to even foul tip the ball so you know it's just twitter being twitter i thought that's more what you were going to talk about but yeah no he is killing it it's i was just going to talk about his absolute dominance i wasn't going to slander him like that yeah and he's like like I said, if like a few weeks ago, his pitches are getting faster too, and he's getting up there. You know, he's no spring chicken anymore, as they say. So that's like bizarre to me too. I still got like about ten years left in the league if he stays healthy, though. Yeah, for sure. I'm just saying, like, you know, to be what is he like thirty three now? <clears throat> no, we talked about this on another episode. He's like twenty nine. Okay, twenty nine. Still, you know, not you know, for it to be going. Oh no, like, you're right. We did okay. No, he's thirty-two. Yeah, I thought he was like yeah. I thought he was like early thirties. I mean, yep, you're right. It's, it's going up, and that's weird. That's all. Second I'm saying. time we've had this conversation. Yeah. I well, Stone Sports. Up. There you go. There you go. Fifty-first. It's just funny looking at this. <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny looking at these records. Though, this record because all the people around him on the board are like Dutch Leonard, nineteen fourteen. <laughs> Yeah. Dana Fillinger, nineteen eighteen. <laughs> Eddie Chicotti, nineteen nineteen. Walter Johnson, and there's Zach Ranky in there too, two thousand nine. Right, right. Yeah, I but, mean, like I've said before, if we would just name our kids things like Dutch, I feel like the country would just turn around. 
we had a bunch of Dutch Leonard's and Max Muncy's running around. Yeah, like people naming their kid Tex and shit. <laughs> I feel like we'd just like be a nation that would be like unfuckwithable. Thatch. <laughs> oh my god, it's already off the rails. All right, what other Un- baseball unfuckwithable stuff? Unfuckwithable is also. <laughs> it's a good potential title. I still vote tube socks and tissues. Because it's disgusting. Yeah, it is. I'm also a big alliteration guy. <laughs> me too. Me too. Any other baseball stuff? I figure we'll move. Yeah, we alluded to it. Stuff. Yeah, for sure. There's gonna be a whole hefty dose of those. Yeah. But uh, we alluded to a alluded to it there a little bit. Uh, we've talked about it before as well. MLB's crackdown on foreign substances seems to be producing results. Trevor Bauer. Howard Garrett Cole, two people that were accused of using foreign substances, uh, have dramatically decreased spin rates this season and the last couple outings, especially Ooh. since the uh, bunch of minor leaguers got busted. Ooh, that says something, does it not? Correlation Some, does not prove causation, but I'm just saying. Something to keep an eye on. Yeah, I mean, Trevor Bauer has basically been saying he's using it, though. Like, he's done everything but say, this is what I'm using. <laughs> yeah fair enough sorry my mic was fucking up yeah no that's true he has but i saw is... sorry i saw something in a usa today article um i think USA it was in the article today. Uh, about the like jacob de cheats or whatever and they were saying they're like looking into making it so that the umps can check the pitcher like multiple times during a game yeah yeah Yep, yep, yep. It's going to be like TSA in that motherfucker. Sir, did you disconnect the battery from your laptop? Yeah, I mean, they were doing that thing. They've been doing that this season, too, where they'll just go out and randomly take a ball. Yeah, and right. Like send it to the offices. And be like, check that. Check that. Send that to the lab. <laughs> it's like forensic files. Yeah. <laughs> forensic files. What a response. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Big forensic files guy, apparently. Forensic files. Fuck yeah. <laughs> DNA. For- forensic files was always a score when you'd like go into science class or whatever. And oh, yeah. Substitute in there. And there's just forensic files playing. You're like, yes. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Dude, one time jack I, shit today. One time, my one of my science teachers, uh, I won't say his name, but he looked like the drummer from Fish. So that was funny. But one time he we came in and we watched Grizzly Man. And I was like, dude, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's one where the guy gets eaten at the end, right? Yeah, it's like him and his yeah, girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. They get like fucking murked. That's by the a bear. that's the audio that's on YouTube and shit, right? Yeah, every yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> fucked up, man. He also skips. I've never actually seen the documentary, out. but I've heard the audio clips. I watched it. It's really fucking sad because like he starts as just kind of like a kind of a cool dude who's like, I'm gonna go live with bears and like teach kids about bears so that like you know. Bears can be a protected species, but by the end he kind of goes crazy, and yeah. he's like ranting and screaming into the camera about how people are fucked up, and he's the only one who knows the truth. You know that kind of shit. It's yeah. I mean, you're out just in the middle of nowhere talking right. to bears. You're probably doing hard drugs too. I yeah, mean, I'm just and saying, if you're like, not, there's... you're gonna lose your mind. Either yeah. way, either way, you're gonna lose your mind. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> what. It's just pick your poison. 
Yeah, I don't think I've ever met uh, anyone who lives out alone in the woods who was normal. I mean, let's go down the list. You got Grizzly Man, Unabomber. <laughs> That's pretty much my list. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think we need to say much more, though. <laughs> All right, you want to talk about some basketball? <laughs> hold on <laughs> um you're talking about crazy people and animals i forgot to mention at the beginning yeah one thing we did this week my dad had not seen tiger king oh shit dude so we sat down one of the nights and just binged the whole thing holy shit and i i, was just, I had rewatched it since the first time i haven't it watched out. it either it, it's just as fucking crazy and ridiculous the second time. Yeah, what's so crazy is like, it's so fucked up. Like it's so dark. It's so fucked, fucked up. up. Like yeah. And you start it and you're like, oh, this is just gonna be some weird thing about some really weird guy who like hires a hitman and nobody actually gets killed. And then all the fucking you know all the dark shit that happens, you're just like, this is fucked up. But I still geek out when i think about that one guy on his jet ski with the life jacket that's like five <laughs> sizes too small <laughs> what's that guy he was name? like I, james garretson <laughs> he is like i will not be in the documentary unless i get this sick ass jet ski scene and what don't they don't they play i and the, the other... tiger when he's like yeah they it? do the other dude I loved was the guy from Indiana, the fucking Tim Stark guy with the monkey crawling on him. Oh, yeah. That guy was hilarious. He shows up to Doc Antle's place, and he's like, I don't give a fuck about how you train the tigers. I want you to tell me how you got these women trained. Yeah. <laughs> that dude's ridiculous, too, man. That's uh, where my dad lives, out in Indiana. And so oh, he yeah? like, saw that guy come on the screen, and he was like, that, that guy is born and bred Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Tiger King is um, definitely worth a watch. If you haven't watched it, you know, and you're under the age of 35, first of all, what the fuck are you doing? You should have already seen it. And secondly, if you haven't, yeah. go watch it, please. Please. And get back And to third it. of all, smokable first, because it's going to be a lot. Yeah, and fourth of all, goddamn God Carol damn Baskins. bitch Carol Baskins. <laughs> You know what I didn't? You actually now we're on the subject. Yeah. One thing I did realize the second time through huh. when they're going through the list of the shit that Carol got in the lawsuit from Joe, uh -huh. there's one gun on the list, and the only I can only hope it's the gun that he shot the dummy with that had the dildo in her mouth and shit. Oh my god, I forgot about all that. Like, all yeah. the crazy shit he was doing on his, like, TV yeah, channel or whatever. Dude, well, dude yeah. there's so much. There's, there's just so much. So much and he burned all that, that shit down. Jesus Christ, dude. That, That's crazy. Um, yeah. You can't write that. You can't write it. Only in real life. Only in real life. Also, Carol Baskins murdered, <laughs> murdered her first husband. John Lewis, R.I.P. Yeah, like, 100% she murked that dude. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't though. No, no, he didn't for sure. For but he sure. might have. Yeah, we'll see. Only <laughs> time will tell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, basketball. Back on track. Basketball. Let's go. All right, we're gonna start out. So we're gonna wrap up the 
first round series here. A little speed run. A little speed run. Are you a speed run guy? Big time. Yeah. Except I'm for when not. it comes to sex. Hey o. Hey o. Hey o. What's that line in Parks and Rec? He's like, if there's any criminals out there watching, I'd never get tired. And ladies, too. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. Do your speed run. Everlasting stamina. <laughs> but yeah, so we're going to run through the first round speed run here. We're going to talk about some news in between, and then we're going to talk about uh, round two so far. Okay. So Damian Lillard. Needs to get the fuck out of Portland. I'm sick of seeing him absolutely carry this team to just get bounced in the first round. NBA record 12 three-pointers in a playoff loss to Denver, and they're bounced from the playoffs the next game. Yeah, yeah. When when you're done with this speed run, I have something to bring up, actually. I read a kind of interesting article um, related to the first round of the playoffs. But go ahead, go ahead. An interesting article, eh? Yes, very interesting. The Suns beat the Lakers 115 to 85 in game five. LeBron walked off the court with five minutes left to play to get treatment. That's bullshit. You're the leader of your team. You stay out there. You can wait 10 minutes to go get fucking iced. Okay. Actually, I'm going to just bring it up right now because the article I read today was basically talking about LeBron and the Lakers and <clears throat> excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't believe I said excuse me like so politely there. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> Do you like to save 10% on your car insurance every month? <laughs> Do you like to accept the Lord Jesus Christ yeah. into your heart? Oh, my God. <laughs> Do you ever get those out where you live? No. Like, okay. We get them all the time. I always just I open the door very and say we don't verbally want abusive, yeah. Yeah. I try I'd not way to worse be than super that. mean. But anyway – um, basically this guy was making an argument that the Lakers and LeBron getting bounced in the first round would be good for the NBA playoffs and it's viewing because people are, he was basically making it's the, the first that, time since 2011 or 2013. I don't remember which I want to say 2013 yeah, that the NBA right. finals will not have LeBron or Steph Curry. Yeah. And he was basically making the argument that since LeBron made his, you know, Hong Kong stance if you will that there is a direct correlation between a huge drop in nba ratings since then and that this is actually an all-time low for the nba playoffs in ratings and i could see that yeah and he was basically trying to make an argument that lebron being out may raise the ratings again because i mean i I he was trying to say that like you know blah 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 all the social stuff and and that's fine you know i'm i'm right there with him but um yeah, I think hardcore NBA fans are going, oh, that's no, a nice change to not see LeBron in the finals. Right, like, that's what I was going to say. Else. I think if it does like boost viewer viewership, if you will, it's because oh. it's something different. You know what I mean? I agree with that, but I don't think it's going to boost viewership. It's going to decline I agree. because the the casual viewer still outnumbers the hardcore fan no matter what. Yeah, no, I, I so, agree with you completely. I agree with you completely. And especially there's so many people out there that just want to watch because of LeBron. Yeah, for sure. So when he's out, you get all those people but not watching. They, you know, the reason I brought up is because you brought up like him leaving the court and everything. And they had like video after video of him just like giving up on the team, you know, yeah. just like not 
putting in effort once they were losing. And it's just like, dude, like that's fucked up, man. He does that. It's one of the things that bugs me. About yeah, him. it's a bit of a like, um, like kind of like spoiled, like child attitude about that. Does that make sense? Is that the right? Yeah, words? I hear you. Yeah. Okay. Did you see what Pat Riley said about LeBron? No, no, I didn't. I got I got asked about LeBron returning to the Heat. I don't know the, the um, what do you call it? What's the word? Context. Thank you. But Pat Riley oh. said he would leave the shiny key under the mat if LeBron James ever wanted to return to Miami. Oh. Which will lead me into my next bit of news here. Yeah. Daryl Morey and the Philadelphia 76ers were both fined $75,000 for trying to tamper with Steph Curry. There's an Instagram post. Uh, Steph Curry's brother plays for the Philadelphia 76ers. Right. He had a standout performance in the playoffs. There's an Instagram post on uh, the Sixers' Instagram page about it. Steph Curry commented. Daryl Morey replied and said, uh, join him. Mm. $75,000 fine. Bang. Boom. Boom. Five G's. That's a lot of money too, bro. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's pocket money to an NBA yeah. GM. But... Yeah, for sure. It's pocket money to like any GM, really. Because they're all fucking yeah. loaded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Loaded. Still newsworthy, though. Newsworthy. But back to... First round here, uh, the Sun, LeBron walked off in game five. Suns came back in game six and beat the Lakers, sent them home, as we alluded to. Uh, Clippers forced a game seven against the Mavericks after being down three to two. They won game six and then came back and won game seven with a 126 to 111 victory. Uh, Luka Doncic and the Mavericks look poised for the future but they need some help Kristaps Porzingis is not the number two that they thought he was going to be for Doncic and they're going to need to make a trade probably ASAP to get him some help because he's a full-fledged superstar at this point you got any trade in mind that they should make call it out dubs uh, I'll have to get back to you on that I gotta okay. look at the logistics and shit but I I think you need to get Kristaps out you need um a big man because Doncic is a big wing, but he's also a primary ball handler. So right. you get somebody that can be dominant in the post. Right. You're going to be looking at. Yeah, that makes sense. Doing good shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's a recipe for good shit. <laughs> That's another possible episode title. Just full of them today. A recipe for good full shit. Or maybe that's our cookbook. Shit. That's our cookbook. A recipe for good shit. A recipe for good shit. Recipes Presented for good Stone shit. <laughs> Presented by Stone Sports. <laughs> it's like, it's called Stone Sports, but we always talk in this like, oh yes, English voice. <laughs> it's, it's so, like disjointed and like weird. Because of the width ferocity. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's like we talk in like football announcer voice. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Gareth Bale receives the ball on the pitch. He's got a chance. He's gonna have a go. <laughs> Looking to have a go. <laughs> um, Clippers Mavericks. Clippers forced 
game seven. They got the win, as I said. Kawhi Leonard becomes the second player since Shaquille O'Neal to average 30 points on 60% shooting or more in a playoff series. So all he's got to do now is star in Steel 2 to lock it up. Did you ever see Steel, the Shaquille movie? <laughs> no. <laughs> Once you said star in Steel 2, I was going to say, I'm guessing Shaq starred in Steel 1. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. You should watch the trailer when we're done podcasting. It's fucking... It's, What's the one where he plays a genie? That is called um, Shazam. All right, well, he needs to act in Shazam too. Yeah, and Steel too. Steel is a better movie than Shazam. I said it. I said it. It's going to get us some flack. I don't care. I said it, and I'm I'm dying on that hill. We're going to have to rank Shaquille O'Neal's uh, oh, yeah. movies one day. Well, I'm pretty sure there's only those two, but I could be wrong. One <laughs> thing's for sure. His DJ sets, fire. And his Hot Ones episode, so good. All right, here's we'll, we'll rank all of Shaq's um, outside of NBA appearances. <laughs> I'm so in. What an idea. What an idea. <laughs> we had an idea last week for something that I totally forgot. Too. We're going to rank all-time best sports franchises. Mm, all right, put that on the back burner with yeah, Shaq. For off-season material, yeah, for yep. sure, for sure. All right, this was supposed to be a speed run of the first round. <laughs> 15 minutes. Well, I did get through the rest of the first round there. No, okay. I didn't. No, I didn't. Yeah, I was going to say. I forgot the Jazz. Jazz closed out the Grizzlies. Donovan Mitchell had 30 points in game five. That was the – that game was like the night after we recorded last that was a while ago that's why i almost forgot about it but closed out um the grizzlies despite john morant's uh star performances in the series coming out as a franchise piece for the grizzlies that they they thought he would be but utah too much for them to handle in the first round and they will move forward cool cool any other uh basketball stuff you want to get to the hockey we're gonna get to my Celtics right now. Oh, okay. All right. Let me let me hunker in, hunker down. Danny Ainge stepped down. Okay. All right. How are you feeling? How you doing? Um. If this I'm needs to right become a therapy it. session, we can do that. No, I think I'm all right. <laughs> I think I'm all right. He okay. He he did good things for us. Obviously, he brought us Garnett and right. Allen and the championship. But that was in 2008. Right. Ship has sailed, as they say. And it's a very different league. Yeah. Yeah. And I I just, I think he thought the same thing. He just couldn't do it anymore. He also had a heart attack two years ago. Whew. And reports were that he's been questioning shit since then. Yeah. Brad Stevens is going to be stepping up into his place. The current head coach reports that he was sick of coaching. Danny Ainge was questioning his role in the organization, so it seemed like a perfect move for them to make. Right, so at this point, they need a coach. Correct. A couple cool. candidates I've been hearing. Jason Kidd was one, but he was interested in the Trailblazers job that he I just heard yesterday that he's no longer in the running for that. Right. Okay. Uh, the fired Hawks coach, Lloyd Pierce, who I do not want at all. Shit, that was a dumpster fire in Atlanta at the start of the season. Right. Uh, I really want Kevin Garnett, but he basically said he's not going to 
do it, which I don't blame him. He's yeah. got other shit going on. He's Kevin Garnett. Yeah. And the one I really wanted to be is Chauncey Billups. Yeah. He has no head coaching experience yet. Uh, former player. We drafted him. Rick Patino shipped him out for nothing when he was blowing up the Celtics mm-hmm. in the early 2000s. So I would like to see a Chauncey Billups homecoming. Okay. I, 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 the internet, you kind of went robotic and I couldn't tell if you said you did or did not want that. Cause I was gonna say sometimes the I best option that. when you're hiring a coach is just outside of the box. You know what I mean? Yeah. I hear you. I wonder, I though, do like, want Chauncey Billups. Though. Yeah. I wonder if like, if your GM is a former coach, which does happen, you know, sometimes it's not like it never happens. I wonder if it's a good bit. Yeah. I wonder if like, if that's alluring for a coach or if it's kind of like, Ooh, you know, cause you wonder, if- I think it's alluring because you have full control. If you're ready, if you have like, if you want to step into the responsibility, I think it's alluring because you have full control of the roster and all that shit. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. I just, you know, also like, what if you get the kind of guy who like wants to interfere all the time? Cause he was a coach, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. It, it, I feel like it could go both ways, but we shall see. There's more than uh, one team for this podcast that needs a coach right now. But, you know, like I always say, that stuff's never going to happen until, like, off season. So, because you got to interview everyone and see so I think the Celtics, happen, you know? the Celtics coaching is probably going to be sooner rather than later because right. the draft is, at like, the end of this month. Right, right. Fair enough. So, yeah. They kind of got to get on that. Truth. All right, any other basketball? You want to do some hockey now? Uh, yeah, one last thing here. Brooklyn and Kevin Durant took game one, defeating the Bucks. Uh, they also just wrapped up game two with a win over the Bucks as well. So Kevin Durant not only making headlines on the court, off the court as well. Do you know who Lana Rhodes is, Birdie? Of course I do. Um, report of Lana Rhodes was on some podcast saying that she was out with an NBA player who reportedly brought a backup chick in case to the date in case she wasn't down to fuck. Ooh, ooh, that's fucking bold with, with her internet sleuths have deduced that it is Kevin Durant. Wow. I mean, that's a bold move, dude. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. Yeah, we don't want allegedly. to get sued here, but allegedly. But okay. Internet sleuths allegedly deduced that it was allegedly <laughs> Kevin Durant, allegedly. <laughs> Just triple down on it, baby. Yeah. But that's bold with her. I mean, you know, I'm not saying just because she's involved in the industry she's in that she's definitely gonna fuck, because that's not cool. I'm not assuming that. I'm just saying, like, to make that kind of statement to someone whose profession is fucking. <laughs> That takes some confidence, bro. <laughs> that takes some confidence, bro. She was saying he basically just told her, like, yeah, I'm also bringing the side chick, my side chick with me. <laughs> Maybe he was trying to, like, um, finagle some threesome action. Yeah. A little throuple action. That's what that sounds like to me. I know that move. I've I've seen people pull that move. That's that's definitely a like oh you know how long before he we sh- bring these two things together? Honestly, he should probably just come out and say that. Yeah, that's everyone exactly would be like everyone would be like, all right, fair enough. Yeah, I'd do the same. That's what both yeah. people would say. I guarantee it. Fuck it, might as well try, right? <laughs> Shoot your shot. <laughs> all right, uh, hockey stuff now. 
Let's get it. There's a lot to move through. Okay. Um, you just do not talk to me about game five. <laughs> well, we got to talk a little bit about it, but uh, I'll take it easy on it. Um, before we get to all that, though, there is. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't want to keep talking about player safety and suspensions and all that, but it keeps happening. Keep it yeah. keeps happening and I, I was thinking to myself today uh when i was kind of writing some notes for the show the really sad thing to me is that this might be the best hockey i've seen in playoffs in a long time like all around and i feel like the only thing that's really going to be remembered about this season is one you know the covid stuff and two the debacle that is the department of player safety you know, and while they did dole out the suspensions for the plays we're going to talk about in a minute, they dropped the ball with Tom Wilson, and it's just it, like I feel like a lot of the stuff that's happening now is a result of that because you kind of set a standard. You know, you kind of like we're going to let you set get away with some precedent. Stuff. Yes, that's a precedent exactly. So let's get to what happened. Let's do it in order. So the first one is the Ryan Reeves play, which the is Grim Reaver. I mean, it's just. It's ridiculous. It's so the punching him in egregious. the face and throwing him to the ice. Yeah, egregious. Nice. That part is not too bad. The part that's bad is the knee on the neck. I yeah. mean, like, what the fuck, dude? Like, what the fuck? It's so fucking stupid and unacceptable. So he got suspended for how many games? Do you remember how many it is? I don't. I didn't write it down. Two. I'm an idiot. Two games. I mean, hit him with the deuce. Yeah, I mean, it's better than nothing. It's better than nothing. But I, I think you could have at least gone three or four on that. Um, to me, though, well, actually, I mean, Tom no. Wilson just got fucking fined. Yeah. So. Oh, I know, I know. And, you know, I'm sure people are tired of hearing about us slander Tom Wilson. But we got to get it in there, man. Got to get it in there every time we have an opportunity. I was going to say it's not as bad as the Shifley thing, but it is because they were losing, too. I think at that point they were down like five to one against the Avs. So that's just unacceptable. Then the other one, I don't know if you saw the other one. Did you see the Shifley play? No, I didn't. I missed that one. Okay, so, you know, Jets are playing the Canadians. Um, I think they're down two to nothing. And one of the Canadians players. Now they're down three nothing. Yeah. One of the Canadians players, Evans, is down there basically at their goal. It's an empty net, and he wraps around the goal to, you know, oh, tuck sorry. Did they win? Four nothing. Yep, they won. Nice. Swept. Swept the, the Jets. Swept the Jets. All right, we're going to get to my thoughts on them in a minute. But, right. um, yeah, so Evans goes around the goal to, you know, tuck the puck in the net, empty net goal, and Shifley well, puck, just tuck. lays him the fuck out. Now, it's not necessarily a dirty hit, but here's the thing. You're going to lose the game. He's not going to stop him from getting that puck in the net. He could have changed course and not hit him. He hit him on purpose. So he got suspended for four games. Evans left the game on a fucking stretcher, bro. I mean, he was Damn. out fucking cold. Like, it is a bad hit. Like, it's not bad as in, like, um, you know, like the hit on Carlo or anything like that. Mm -hmm. You know, but it's it's like a tough one to watch. And, you know, people are going Ooh, back and forth it on it. Like, uh, you know, it's just a good hockey play. It's like, you know, if the game was 2-2, two to two, sure, it's a good hockey play. But it's not. Like, it's an empty net goal, and they're going to lose that game anyway. So it's kind of like, you did it on purpose, bro. Like, that's what you did. He got four games, and he's out there trying to say that's too many. 
Eh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> How about you shut the fuck up? Yeah, just shut the fuck up real quick. Like, it's just, I don't know, man. You know, and, like, we've talked about this ad nauseum, so we'll probably stop talking about it on the podcast pretty soon here, but the problem is they just, they need to be consistent. Like, you can't have one player doing one thing and getting two games and then one player doing another thing and getting four games. Like, just be consistent. Part of that's on the CBA, too, though. It is. Hopefully, maybe the next time they write that up, they'll... I mean, I, hopefully fix this a little bit at the very least. I, I honestly, I don't think they're going to have much of a choice because yeah. at this point it's out of control. And it really is, you know, it, it kind of brings me to another point. We've, we've talked about very briefly on the show before, but a lot of like old hockey heads like to bring this up. That's why you got to have, you know, a quote unquote goon for a deterrent. I don't think that's true because I think the Ryan Reeves, the Tom Wilson's, they're going to do what they want. Having that big tough guy is not going to stop them from making that play. All that's going to happen is they're going to get a 10-minute misconduct and most likely be kicked out of the game. And then your big tough goon is just going to go fucking take somebody else's head off. And it's just like this circle, you know, just goes round and around. And I just, I don't know. I feel like that way of thinking has to be done with because that's what's creating these situations in the first place. They need to just start cracking down on shit like this and get back to just like, you know, talented players playing hockey like the Avalanche, you know, like the Avalanche are the most like, you know, sorry, I know you're a Boston guy, but I think they might be the most fun team to watch right now. Second, but yeah. (laughs) And I think they're kind of proof that you really don't need that guy on your team to be a good team. So. Let's get to well, the they series. just have a bunch of good guys. Yeah, they have literally like everyone is amazing. So let's talk about um, these series. I have not really been watching Boston because I've been watching the other series, you know, because I figured you'd probably be watching Boston. So I thought, you know, yeah. we're going to cover these. I should probably watch the others. So Montreal. I missed game four, but I watched everyone else. Yeah. So Montreal and Winnipeg is watching Montreal is interesting, bro, because they remind me of the Rangers so much in like 2014 like they play like not exactly the same game because the Rangers were sort of a counter punch team and they're a Mm. little more set up little Mayweather action we'll get to that later yeah right (laughs) but uh you know they they do a lot of the same shit like their power play is trash um you know they play physical but not overly physical and they overload the net all the time. That's like all they do. And the Rangers always did that. So what I'm really saying here, I think, is uh, they might make it to the cup and then get swept. That's that's what I think I'm, I'm saying here. You know, as far as Colorado and Vegas, it's, it's a really interesting series because Colorado was straight dominating uh, for most of the series. But the last two games, listen to this. Vegas has outshot Colorado 78 to 38. Oh, what the fuck? Oh, yeah, dude. Like, how is like that's, that's the basi- thing? So basically, two games in a row, doubling shot count. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like yeah, it's you don't crazy. win like that. You do not win like that. And what's insane is, I think offensively, Colorado is the best team in the league. I mean, they just have the most depth. Like all their players are really good, but it really goes to show that Vegas is no fucking joke, dude. And I never really thought they were a joke, but I didn't think they would beat Colorado, but they fucking very well may. They're not a joke. They've got a lot of 
like defensive depth and well not defensive depth is not the right word but they're solid defensively and uh you know they they've got some really good offensive players too just not as much as colorado but i think their defense is what's kind of helping them there so we'll see how that plays out i think they are two two now in the series maybe vegas three they two. are yeah two 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 yeah yeah so let's talk about boston <laughs> which i don't really want to do either because i watched the game today and i was super pissed off about it duca uh, was sick and they played him yeah yeah yeah, and you could tell in the end of that second period. You can tell because there, yeah, that, just he some shots was not. Going. He just was not a hundred percent. No, but I will say, like a couple of those like late game goals were really on the defense because they yeah. just kind of left a guy in front of the net. You know, Tuga can only do so much of dude man standing out there all by himself. Yeah, you know, I mean, they I mean? pulled him after the second. Oh, that wasn't him. Okay, was yeah, I was working while I was watching it. So yeah. Yeah, that makes sense then. That makes sense then. In the third, yeah, okay. Yeah, they pulled Tuca after the second, and they put Swayman in for the third period. Yeah, that, that's it. But yeah, I, like honestly, I, I thought said, they were going to come back. Clearly, wasn't fucking. Oh, we almost did. Yeah, no, because it ended up five to four. Yeah, despite having like twenty saves as a team. Yeah, but explain to me because I haven't been watching what's been going on the past couple of games because it seems like the Islanders have just kind of like kept up and from They're what Matt, i can um, gather it's like like all we Matt talked Barzell. about matt barzell's absolutely fucking killing us but like we talked about too like on top of them having barzell who's on fire they're a very well coached team yeah yeah they are like they don't make mistakes it's it seems like everything we're doing we have to overpower them it's not like they're yeah fucking up you know what i mean the only thing that we they is a noticeable mistake that happens that we've been t- taking advantage of is the rebounds. Right. Yeah. That's the only thing that sticks out to me that the Islanders are like clearly fucking up on, on every. Game. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting you bring that up because watching in the second period, I started to notice Tuca's rebound control was like, not good. There were a couple pucks that went like flying and I was like, dude, that's not like him at all. He's normally got great rebound control. Just in Bruins coach, Bruce Cat. He calls out officials, says, I'll sell squeaky, squeaky clean image, but commit as many infractions as we do. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. Be- people really think that they're squeaky. I've never thought that about them. Like, watching them this season, I was like, you know, the reason they're tough to beat they, is because yeah. they're fucking hard hitters. That's what they do. Well, Chippy. Yeah, that's how they play. They the got game. that fucking guy that you hate his face. What's his name? Brock Nelson. Brock Nelson. Yeah. Yeah. yeah fucking hate that guy's face. Yeah, he's a fucking I don't know, man. That see that's the thing about Barry Trotz. You said well coached. He does interesting things like he starts the game with his third line cuz that's his like hardest checking line. So he like yeah. sets a tone with, you know, shit like that. Cuz like, he wants shit. to get physical on your first line. Right, like shit that like that that Barry Trotz does, I feel like is what makes the difference for the Islanders. And we said Especially it Especially in episode. playoff hockey. Yeah, it definitely makes a difference, man. Definitely makes a difference. His coaching style translates very well to the playoffs. Oh, yeah. I mean, the stupidest thing Washington ever did was fire him because yeah. they just didn't want to pay the money. So Enjoy, yeah. Peter, you fucking pricks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you want to talk about the order of the draft? Did you see that? I'll pull it up right now. Yeah. Guess who got the number one? Just guess. 
It's pretty easy. Buffalo? Yep. Yeah, it's Buffalo. What does Seattle get? Uh, I Three? Think they, four? I, I think they got third. Hold on. I'm, I'm trying to pull it up right now, too. Two? Yeah, two. So they got two. And then Anaheim. Buffalo, Seattle, Anaheim, New Jersey, Columbus, Detroit, San Jose, Los Angeles, Vancouver, Ottawa. That's your top ten. Yeah. yeah Rangers, Rangers are 15th. Yeah. Which they're probably going to trade. They'll probably yeah. trade that to get somebody. But we shall see. We shall see. I mean, I don't really have anything else for hockey to talk about. Unless you have something you want to talk about. Uh, I don't think so. I think oh, my mic wasn't on. muted for that one. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> I'm disgusting, and I apologize. All right, you want to do some football? Are you ready for some football? Football. 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 Football, football, football. <laughs> so I waited all week. We talked about uh, last show, Julio Jones. We thought uh-huh. uh, the first day he could be traded was June 2nd. We're recording this on June 7th. My yes. dad was here this week. Literally every morning I woke up expecting Julio Jones news. Mm-hmm. We didn't get it till yesterday. Right. Officially, Julio Jones traded to the Tennessee Titans. The Titans will receive Julio Jones and a 2023rd sixth-round pick from the Atlanta Falcons. The Atlanta Falcons will receive the Tennessee Titans' 2022 second and 2023 fourth round. So So the two picks going back to the Falcons in exchange for Julio Jones, and the Titans will also get a sixth-rounder back. So they got him for basically nothing. Basically nothing, but the Falcons knew they were going to get basically nothing out of him. So I feel like even though it looks like nothing, it was still a good return for Atlanta. Right, given the circumstances. Right. And Tennessee just lost Corey Davis, who was their second pass receiver across from um, A.J. Brown. Pairing up a young promising receiver like A.J. Brown with a all-time great like Julio Jones who still has something left in the tank is going to bring a new element to the Tennessee offense that already has Derrick Henry and a consistent quarterback in Ryan Tannehill who doesn't turn the ball over very much right and and like we talked about last episode he's only got like one year left on the contract right right yeah so it's I mean it's a win-win either way I think both teams benefited in this the only problem I have with it is the Patriots didn't get him yeah right <laughs> But like they signed a um, practice squad receiver uh-huh. like the day before the trade, and I was like, uh, uh, "That might not mean anything, but it gives me a bad feeling." Yeah. And the next day, he went to Tennessee. Right. Yeah. The writing was on the wall, as they say. Because I knew we had like very limited cap space to get it done if we did get it done. Right. And, like any any deal getting signed just made me be like, eh, makes me think they're not getting julio because they'd be cautious of their money right now yeah they would for sure yeah but yeah like i said i think it benefits both teams it's going to revamp tennessee and it looks like the falcons are in full rebuild mode and they've got a new weapon in kyle pitts that they drafted at fourth overall i think the biggest question with atlanta right now is what they're going to do with matt ryan yeah yeah still got money on the car he's still got money on the table 
um, underperformed the last couple of years, but hasn't had much around him. So I, I, I don't know. The Falcons are a bit of a mystery. Can't figure that shit out. Fucking Rocket figure science. It. Fucking figure it out. Fucking figure it out. Uh, so a rookie for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, undrafted cornerback Cameron Kinley. His NFL career is over before it starts. He graduated from Navy. He's going to have to go to the Navy. Oh, what happened? So um, Navy graduates, obviously, they have to do time in the military. Yeah. Uh, athletes sometimes get uh, like a pass. I don't know if there's a specific name for the pass, but they an exemption, if you will, exemption. Yes, uh, thank you. Yeah, an exemption from it, so they can pursue their NFL career, and if it doesn't work out, they can do their military time later. Right. Uh, this guy was trying to do that. They denied it. He was mad because four other current rookies, John Radigan. Nolan Laufenberg, George Silvanick, and Parker Ferguson. None of those names stood out to me, so don't you don't really yeah. have to remember them. Uh, <laughs> they were permitted to get the exemption. However, none of them are in the Navy. Two were in the Air Force, and Radigan was in the Army. Interesting. Did they? Is the like reason why it was rejected made public? Probably not. Um, I don't think so. Hmm. I think they can just decline it. They can just say, no, you're going to the fucking Tough, Navy. bro. Thanks but for your service. He made a very long statement on it, but here's one little quote from it. I'm sure. very aware of the commitment that I made to service when I first arrived at the United States Naval Academy. I look forward to my career as a naval officer in the information where information warfare community. However, I am deserving of the opportunity to live out one of my lifelong dreams before fulfilling my service requirement. Snaps. Which... I feel for him. Yeah, for sure. Other people are getting to do it, and he can't. That's yeah, kind of bullshit. It is. It's fucked up, man. Fucked up, man. It's it's fucked up. Fucked up. <laughs> Come here, kitty. Oh, I can't do. It. Oh fuck. Bubbles is difficult. No, I can't. I just gotta think of um. Fucking way she goes. He says. <laughs> i just couldn't uh, think of the uh, line it's like the only <laughs> line i can do in his voice fucking way she goes he says aren't you a pro at doing lines oh not anymore i've retired my jersey is in we the rafters talked about that it yeah. is in the rafters it's in the rafters along <laughs> with my steady heartbeat <laughs> also retired <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's rebounding. The heart's rebounding. It says Joe Burt, number 69, <laughs> just hanging from the rafters. Is that a Joe Buck reference? No, it's Joe Dirt. Oh, Joe Dirt, right. Joe Burte. Joe It says Deer Tay. Yeah. Put an E on the end of it, pronounce it Deer Tay. It's actually pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually pretty fucking cool. Uh, uh, Juwan James. Oh, I. If we didn't talk about him on the show, I meant to and never brought it up. But yeah, I don't he was think we a did. Tackle for the Broncos. Mm-hmm. He got cut because of a practice injury that was sustained not on team facility. Mm. It was at a different place. Uh, it was about a month ago now, and they ended up cutting him, and a lot of his contract got voided. 
He also sat out last year due to COVID, and he was injured for part of the season the year before that. But in 2019, he signed a four-year, $51 million deal with the Broncos, which uh, about $15 million of it got voided due to the injury. Good the Lord. Ravens took a flyer on him this year uh, with a two-year, $3.5 million deal. That's Shore not... up the line for Lamar. Yeah, that's not too bad, though. No, if it works out, it works out. You got a good player for cheap, and if it doesn't, you don't have to spend that much. Yeah, you didn't break the bank. Exactly. Yeah, it's a safe move. It's a safe move. Fucking safe. Safe! <laughs> uh, Patriots Cam Newton injured his hand in practice. Yeah, I saw. Expected to be only a minor injury. They labeled it just a bone bruise. That's not. Apparently it was from like a helmet. Though. Yeah, it's nothing. Apparently it was from a helmet. The, of a defensive player, which you're not supposed to get near the fucking quarterback. Yeah, what is that? But if you, I don't know, get Mac Jones in there. Yeah, truth, <laughs> truth, preach. Part of, I was like, oh no, Cam, and then part of me was like, but <laughs> he's hurt. <laughs> we got the Mac Ten coming in early. Yeah, the Mac Attack. Mac Attack. Yeah, I, I, that's got us. I'm six foot ten. I've always wanted to be six foot ten. <laughs> Mac, you're five nine, and Frank, you're a man, an ugly old man. <laughs> what is he uh, forging in the sewer for rings and coins? <laughs> <laughs> I've had a bone bruise before. I mean, it's painful. I'm, you know, I don't mean I downplay it. My, it sucks, but it's not. I slammed my detrimental. thumb in a car door at my uncle's wedding when I was like seven or eight. Mm-hmm. And I fucked that thing up. I had a deep bone bruise, and that shit hurt. Yeah. I like I I slammed my thumb in the door, and the car door closed like on it. Yeah, like, I did that on one of my. Door. Well, I didn't do it. My friend accidentally did it on one of my middle fingers, and it's like one of my middle fingers is like weirdly flat in part of it because yeah. of it. Yeah, my girlfriend did that on Halloween last year. She was going to one of my friends' house like beforehand to get ready before she came here for the party. And she slammed her hand into her car door and then came here, proceeded to drink all night. And then I had to take her to the hospital the next day because she had, like, ripped her nail bed off. Uh, I've never done that. And the thought of it is, like, her whole nail was gone. I remember that. Yeah. They had to stitch her nail bed back together. And then they had to, like, let a new nail grow in over it. It was fucking horrendous. Like, I've stepped on a nail. Like, and it's gone, like, all the way through my foot, like, out my ankle kind of shit. And I would still, like, rather that happen again than, like, lose a, a fingernail or a toenail. Like, I was just something about basketball. it makes me, like, cringe. I was playing basketball one time. It was, a, it was a game to get in the playoffs, I think. But I was inbounding the ball, and this kid on the other team, he kept, like, reaching over the line to, like, Play right. defense while I was inbounding. He was doing it all game. It was pissing me the fuck off. And that's why I ball faked when he did it like one time oh, no. towards the end of the game. Oh no. And I popped his fingernail off of his oh. hand and it went straight up in the air and came back down. And he just went down and was like, oh, oh my god. But that kid was fucking disgusting. He came he came back in and like lit us up and he almost hit the game. Uh, it would have 
sent us to overtime and it was from like three quarters of the way down the court <laughs> it went Jesus like in and out Christ. i was like oh, oh my god that's oh but yeah the nail popped right off oh stop don't say it again i, I jammed his finger and it just went oh stop <laughs> so fucking i don't know why i can't handle that man my mom can't either yeah, it's just one she of those things. She won't do nails. Nope, get the fuck out of my face with that. Nope, <laughs> nope, get out of my face. It's disgusting. You want to talk about the uh, Mayweather fight? The Hugfest? Yeah, <laughs> the Hugfest. <laughs> it's a really good pun, man. I don't know the if May, you came up the with Mayweather, that, but it's pretty the, good. The Mayweather love your brother extravaganza. <laughs> All the memes have been amazing. Dude, I mean, when I saw the rules for it, I was like, "There, this is going the distance. Yeah. There, there, there's not going to be any action for it. No. No, it's a joke of a fight to begin with. It's yeah, just, I mean, it really is. It's just a joke. It's just a way for both of them to get paid. Which is really, yep. let's be honest, the problem with boxing in general now. Because yep. that's what, like, that Mayweather Pacquiao fight It's what it's been does. the last, like, five. It's been like that since then, yeah. Yeah. That was, like, what, 2015, 2014? Yeah, somewhere in there. Yeah. I want to say so, 15. That, it's been like that since then. Yeah. And it's it's, it's getting worse and worse and worse. First, it was two <laughs> real boxers. Then it was a bo- the best boxer in the world and an MMA fighter. Yeah. And then it was a fucking YouTuber and a boxer. Like, it's... What is it's that? It's just downgrading, dude. Yeah, it's it's really it makes me kind of sad because when I was a kid, it's boxing partly, was still like le- like dope. It's part of the reason the UFC is becoming so successful. Yeah, I mean, granted, is. they're doing well on their own, but it, it's definitely part of it because when they were coming up, boxing was still like the pinnacle of combat sports, and it's definitely declined. And I think sometime in the last four or five years, that the it's nosedived. It's it's well like it's switched. UFC has become the king of combat yeah. sports. Yeah, and, and I mean I think is... that was honestly going to happen anyway. But the yeah, boxing that, yeah, I agree. Dive has definitely helped UFC. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. I think they've done well on their own anyway. But I think it was going to happen eventually, regardless. But yeah. I think they they accelerated it. Yeah, they definitely did. Anything but else? But yeah, that shit was fucking ridiculous, dude. I, I just hope all that shit, all the celebrity boxing matches come to an end. But they won't because they sell every time. So. Yeah, and that's all it's about for boxing at this point is just, like, selling pay-per-view. And, sell, you know, sell, sell, sell. Bullshit, so. Yep. Completely ridiculous. Right. Every team. Any, uh, anything else you want to talk about? Uh, do we want to? No, no, we'll do that in a couple weeks. Okay. All right. I hear you. <laughs> I'll cut that out. All right. Well, I hear you. I hear you. All right. Well, thanks for listening to this episode of Stone High Sports. Noon. High noon. Hey, let's play some Overwatch this week. Fuck yeah. I'm All right. down. All right. All right. We're going to do it. Like maybe Friday. Yeah, that should work. Okay. They don't need to listen to us plan our, our video games. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Follow us on all socials. It's Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, and YouTube. It's all Stone Sports Podcast. Say later. If you want to hear me plan more things, go to www.nowjustfuck. <laughs> See you next Tuesday. Yeah. Later.